So I think we should not be afraid. I mean, for everyone who's so worried about their talent moving on, mm-hmm. let's turn the light back on you. Hmm. At a point, you were raw talent also. You got to work in some spaces with some people you grew. You have this vision that you are running with. And for you to be where you are, the high skill in whatever um, competence area that you have, and you're now putting together this team, you have also grown and moved on from spaces. And that is why I'd rather have the conversation that we need to be as generous with our talents as maybe where the places we have grown up through have been generous to us. Hello everyone, welcome back to Tech Point Africa podcast. Thank you for always joining us, whether you are watching us or listening to us on any of our podcast platform or watching us on YouTube or you you watch us on Instagram. You might not be able to watch the full clip, but you get my drift, right? Yes, thank you for watching us. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for your feedback and your comments. We do not take any of that for granted. And if you're here for the first time, welcome don't forget if you're watching on youtube don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you can be notified any time a new episode is out and if you're listening to us on any of our podcast platform um, please share with others and get them to listen to what to the goodies you are listening to yes um we can also catch up on other episodes too yes so today I'm here today. Oh, I didn't mention my name. If you don't know me, I'm Uluwani Femi Kolawale, and I'll be your host today. And I have a very interesting guest in the house today. But before I introduce our guest, um, if you remember the last time you saw my face on this um, on this episode, like this format of Tech of Africa podcast, we discussed talent migration and whether or not it, it is causing Nigeria's Nigeria talent drain and if you can check the description box for the um for the podcast episode boy it will display somewhere here somewhere here you know where i'm pointing right it will display somewhere there and i also wrote an article bringing together several experts opinion about the conversation you will also see the link in the description but today that is not what we are here to discuss right today we are here to discuss how companies or employers or businesses should respond react or act whenever their talents are leaving and not just leaving whenever their talents are migrating like leaving the country whether they know about it whether they got a notice or they just saw that they're they not coming to work again and they heard that this one has jackpot well how should they react and with me to discuss it today is dollar poor at the day Dolapagwede is a people person, right? And that is why she's the best fit for this conversation. She's a she's a DEI expert, that is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And she's a transition coach. That is when you want to move from one career to other, she can advise you on that. And she's she also has interest in tech and neuroscience. She's a founder and she has over 17 years of experience in ICT, payment solution, telecommunication, talent management, and business administration. That's a lot of experiences, and you should believe our words today. Of course, she'll be telling you our opinions, but you will definitely see sense in them. So, 
Thank you for joining us today, Dolapo. Welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. Thank you so much, Tech Point fans. Thank you, Oluwani Femi. Thank you for, uh, for, for having us today and for joining us here. Um, as I mentioned the other time, we are talking about, we are not talking about talent living today, right? If you remember from our from the last episode we discussed talent migration right if you listen to it or listen to it you can go back and listen to it there was a place allowally mentioned the fact that it is not actually the talent fault right the world is a global market and everybody else on the continent in every part of the world is competing with you for your talent so it is open to them to look for exposure somewhere else to look for um, opportunities somewhere else it is the onus is on them they can do whatever it is they want but how should you react if you own a company if you own a startup that is what we are discussing here today and i would like to start with the convert this part of the conversation that somebody mentioned for the article i was talking about one of the professionals i talked to she deals with um outsourcing developers and engineers and she was like is the um, senior developers that are living and the mid-level developers that and those are the ones that the company need is is there like a pattern there to lose more professionals than the ones that are lower on the ladder hmm. thank you Luani Femi so the thing is in the spaces of work today um, you can have different strategies mm-hmm. most spaces want talents that can hit the ground running hmm. So the, the, the part of building the talent um, might not be the priority of some organizations, oh, especially since you mentioned startup, you know. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're starting, you, you need talent immediately because you need to show evidence of this, this idea, this product, this service that you're giving. Mm-hmm. So this is not the time of trial and error. You're probably bootstrapping anyway. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that every penny, cobble, cent you are paying must be yielding the right kind of the right kind and quality mm. of result yeah so when you have that top of mind there are some certain rules within the team that you you do not negotiate about them coming on board with the full skill mm. there might you know with succession planning in mind you might have somebody already shadowing them but that shadow must also have the right kind of background mm-hmm. for them to be able to pick up, learn, and then, of course, that person too can move on. Right. But the truth of the matter is, um, for any startup, um, there's really no time. If you, are, if you are bootstrapping, you're not too liquid, unless you have people who are putting in sweat equity mm. with you. So that's the kind of person who like, okay, don't pay me. But look, bills exist, right? True, true. Everybody has bills. Mm-hmm. And so when you are aware that um, with this, my current skill, mm-hmm. I could earn in seven digits somewhere. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the low seven digits, it's still seven digits. Right. And then you can only currently give me something very low in six digits. In fact, it's barely scaling mm-hmm. into six digits because that is where the company is mm-hmm. in terms of um, what they can put into their cash flow to pay. Uh, afford. Yes. <laughs> So, um, in those realities, unless you are kind of like emotionally invested in something, you will seek your greener pastures. But there are ways to still have buy-in. And that's why in the now of work, we talk about, you know, when people are still talking about future of work, it's already here. Mm -hmm. It's now. 
in the now of work, it's better to tie talent to deliverables. So that, you know, this talent in the time, they can commit to delivering yours and still deliver somewhere else. The only area where there's a lot of gray is how do you make sure that we do not have... um, Conflict of interest. Fantastic. How do you make sure that the idea over here does not morph into the other side? Mm -hmm. But again, you now see that bigger organizations kind of like have this right, where you have maybe a customer service outfit Mm-hmm. You're providing customer service for different clients. So yeah. it's implicit that you would know how to manage making sure that confidentiality between the different um, the, the different clients you have is maintained so mm-hmm. that one person's strategic differentiation is not leaked to the other side. So mm-hmm. um, when, uh, when you can find, a, as a talent, if you can find your ethical way to make sure that lines don't get crossed, and then you begin to gain that reputation in the marketplace mm-hmm. then people can trust you or trust the people that you're that you're pulling up but the thing mm-hmm. is look there are some realities number one organizations are looking for people to hit the ground running number two the talents have bills to pay and they have aspirations too number three there might always be that better offer mm-hmm. so what do you do to make sure they still commit to you Mm. So th- those experts, in a way, they've <coughs> they've learned all they have to learn. So it's for them to compare to the ones that are still low, they are, they are still in the junior level. For them, it's just like I need to retain myself in a place and learn, right? The let's say the anxiousness or the enthusiasm to live to quickly live. might not be there as much as it is for the ones that are top of the ladder. So you know, again, let's look at it this way: for a person who's very experienced. You can pick and choose and then your learning curve is shorter because you've already come quite a long way mm-hmm. things are changing kind of like on the fly right now so if you are not even actively upskilling you will become obsolete mm. so even the experienced person is upskilling very regularly following the trend trying to stay ahead of the curve there will always be that initial set of 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 people like i mean there was a time there are some roles that did not exist, like data analyst. Mm-hmm. Ten years back. Ten years ago, what was that? A cloud engineer? No, of course. Not Five years ago. Mm-hmm. A DEI expert? What is that? <laughs> you know, so there's some there's some there's some roles that are coming up. I mean, I saw something about there was a there was a, a LinkedIn ad for a metaverse product manager. Interesting. I mean, that's barely one year to have that kind of profile mm-hmm. as someone you want to hire, you know? So the thing is the world and what they want to pay for is evolving every time. Mm. Um, I would rather liken the people who are in the entry to mid career. I'd rather liken them to people who have gone through school to do the basic knowledge and they're kind of like they're interns, they're on the job. Mm-hmm. Because there's a way that if you do not practice, you cannot even sharpen what you know. True. And when you don't know enough, your creative side cannot now give it your own flavor. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, you know, we're all individuals. The way you would do something and I would do something, the outcome, the deliverable might be similar. Mm. But the style we use to bring it out, whether it's even in the interaction with our fellow team members would mm-hmm. be... So we're different experiences. 
and it would always show in the outcome but again if you have a structured space where the deliverable what it must be is like kind of like cast in stone of course you'll get it done to that specification but you see there will be that team leader or that team member who's nicer to work with than the other and that's where we are different difference yes so i'm seeing a nuance here that if you train like say the professionals are leaving i mean migrating out of the country and say you say you want to train the mid-level ones and the junior ones to become professional won't they leave too so which is why again succession planning is important mm-hmm. and when you find more structured places you, you hear them talking about pipeline okay. talent pipeline yeah what does that mean someone was there's the entry part and people are coming out mm. you know it's normal to outgrow a space the, in our parents time and our grandparents time for those who are in structured spaces they, they outgrew it with retirement yeah right mm-hmm. even if they wanted to stay the organization will say no yet you feel 35 years then there was a season and if we look at nigeria there was a there was a time when job losses were not we're not normal yeah it was guaranteed that once you got a job, job you do your 35 years mm-hmm. but again with um with things changing um some organizations are not there anymore mm-hmm. some manufacturing plants are no longer relevant mm-hmm. um or the, the the sector they are working in has become mature mm-hmm. like any any teacher now that's teaching um, like high school grade secondary school grade people yeah. who is not comfortable with delivering their lecture and doing their student engagement via oh, technology no. now absolutely i mean i use insist on using chalk white chalk on the black not that even board. a white board mm-hmm. you know i'm i it's what has left you <laughs> and even that village that you might be in mm-hmm. with digital access very soon once there's yeah, one good. smart device in there and even if it is 3g that is there they would realize that there's more and you will be eventually obsolete too so i think we should not be afraid i mean for everyone who's so worried about their talent moving on mm-hmm. let's turn the light back on you hmm. at a point you were raw talent also you got to work in some spaces with some people you grew you have this vision that you're running with and for you to be where you are the high skill in whatever um competence area that you have and you're now putting together this team you have also grown and moved on from spaces and that is why i'd rather have the conversation that we need to be as generous with our talents as maybe where the places we have grown up through have been generous to us mm. and if they were not generous to us and we had to end up living in a very discordant very uncomfortable way whereby they're still guilt tripping you till now but you know you mm. have to move on to go push this dream of yours then when you see others trying to push their dreams i expect you to be a bit more generous Hmm. We are we're already moving towards how um, these people should react. I mean, employers and companies should react. But before we move towards that, um, you mentioned the other time that one of the reactions, maybe typical reactions that business owners or companies or founders 
um, give or show when they get the notice that one of their clients is traveling abroad or leaving is fear, right? How do we get somebody else to occupy this? It's a typical reaction. Are there other reactions that um, business owners um, show? Should explore. Well, no, 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 like show like typically, show typically. That is not, of course, you know, the so ideal one. Honestly, something that is already going so good, it's going to be, it's going to give you a brand new headache for you to now suddenly you start thinking for something I've taken my eyes off. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's running on almost autopilot. They already know how the things need to be so that we can face the other things that still need attention. It's like we're coming back mm-hmm. to give it um, um, attention. So there's no way there'll be no, the initial reaction when something will destabilize, disrupt, because we can't call it transform. Transform kind of like has everybody's buy-in, but disruption is something is a surprise to at least one person mm. with disruption. Maybe within the team, they all know, they're all whispering it to themselves. But you that you're the last to know, mm. at that point in time, like anyone who suddenly the thing that you thought was okay is suddenly like kind of like upside down, mm. your first reaction is oh no it's it's more it's it's quite selfish actually because you're like where am i going to start <laughs> again it's normal so it, it, it's a natural reaction and which is why the second step that should come in should be maybe that ability to step back and have a conversation with your talent because in the end there i mean everybody who is some sort of founder or a business leader you must have experience relationships in general mm. to the kind of point that you know they talk about burning bridges and by by now you should know that burning bridges serves no one mm-hmm. ideally so the next thing you'll be is um even if your natural instinct is to grant and you know again a huge part of being a leader is setting the tone mm-hmm. then we should also hope that you have a healthy work culture where nobody is like intense or verbally abusive or you know so that that's not the you don't just burst into that right, so he's training and then start to swear or curse or remind them of how i picked you from this you know <laughs> some people can be if not for me and i'm like no if not for the potential of that person you will not have if not for me pick the person to join you hmm. Hmm. so there are many ways to look at it and i always go back to put yourself in the talent shoes because for everyone who's a leader now who is working with talent you were once that talent that was accountable for only your own deliverable Mm. Mm. yeah so i'm sure you still have a lot to say about how the how employers should react when their talents are leaving but i'm curious about being a people person and being a person that helps to transition and the time you've spent in human resource I, w- I want to ask why do you think companies have high churn rate so the thing is um the reason why companies used to have high turnover before and the reasons they have it now mm-hmm. are quite different oh. in my opinion okay so before it used to be just about i mean when i say before i'm talking pre-internet mm-hmm. pre-internet people were more or less content to remain where they were the few people who had adventurous parents had sent them to school somewhere else and then maybe they had just decided to stay there 
but the visibility of the entire world that you have today through one device is unprecedented mm. so you know sitting here in a hot nice sub-saharan africa you know the description of what it means for the eskimo that their snow is melting mm. Our great-grandparents did not hear anything about climate change to speak less of the fact that we are an interconnected world. Hmm. Today, you can pick your location and work anywhere. So today, you have talents that are sports for choice. Hmm. So now, it's now going to be the other things that will help them make their decision of, do stay. I stay in this organization? Do I stay in this country? Hmm. Do I stay in this career path? Do I stay in a corporate space? Am I ready to explore my creativity? Do I want to be part of an, a system or do I want to create something and others can come and join me? Hmm. The thing is, the dynamics of, we're, we're like, we're spoiled for choice today. Hmm. And there is space for everybody. There is truly space for everybody. Hmm. You know, so sometimes, again, because of the foca- focus on the convenient, and this is why we say that it's time for organizations to be, organizations need to know that their talents are more social contract aware. Hmm. And what is the social contract? In the spaces we work in, make sure it's nice. Make me feel good about coming to work. For the tools you give us, or even if I have to bring my own tool, um, there must be some sort of compensation that makes it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be the culture of this space, the way we dress. I fit in and you allow me to be my best self. Mm-hmm. the way i want to come you know so um here we are respectful to each other whether you are intern you'd copper or you're senior exec so the culture the soft things the what is permitted in that space the what is not permitted my interest in your growth mm-hmm. like you know i can point you to oh there are these courses here 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 and here or we have this partner that is doing this 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 just in case guys are you aware that this is happening I mean, first move out advantage for the person with the highest score, the organization will pay. You can trigger healthy competition. You know, there's some off the top of, for everybody listening right now, I am sure that if they asked you, mention two organizations that are your dream places to work, it will not be hard. Hmm. Yeah. You'll quickly call. So what is it that you know about those spaces that makes you aspire? To, to be so that means they must be really big on social contracts with their with their people with their talents with their so you know you before i mean years back in nigeria it was just staff boss could make the difference between True. the person choosing to work in this company or move to another one True. staff boss mm-hmm. lunch at mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. what is the net um, income it, it could be less here or maybe the HMO cover the number of dependents it covers mm. so by the time you're you're checking and balancing oh, so your your typical talent today is looking at beyond the bag mm. what else and if you make that what else make enough sense you might find out that that bag might not even be the first consideration, consideration. of your talent mm. Mm. so there's this thing that they say I've, I've interviewed many experts on a series that I do expert and African and I've seen like different levels of what they what they believe in, whether they should stay in the company for a lot a lot of a long 
a lot of years but i've seen people that have stayed in companies for 20 years for 15 years while some people are doing one year three months then another one year another place then another eight months in another place climbing the ladder like that i've seen those two different groups which school of thought do you belong to so in my book everybody is right okay in the sense that we need to um we're different right mm-hmm. our styles are different some people like the slow steady i'm comfortable here um mm-hmm. some others like to explore they're more adventurous mm-hmm. and isn't that why they said that we have four different personality types of yeah who's more likely to do what but again there's also the part of being in, in the space that is the core of your competence so for example an engineer who's working an accounting firm mm. how far would they go and grow no matter how um, big or structured it is unless they have some idea to switch someday to some sort of accounting bit mm-hmm. they will be limited to it which is not bad in itself because that same it put it in an it firm the accountant there is that's you're in the non-core part of the business mm-hmm. so sometimes when you see people moving mm-hmm. it could just be that their interest their competence is non-core to those spaces mm-hmm. yes they are the legitimate spaces whereby um again going back to the very first question you asked you know people want people who are ready hmm. you don't want to train so hmm. you might get an offer to come and you will get more you get a bigger title you get a bigger bigger for every time you move because you can negotiate that oh this is what i already have here for me to move i i require this 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 which i did not have here mm-hmm. right and then with that um people will now decide to make the move but again that place you are going to they are they are, they are going to be leveraging competences you already have that mm-hmm. you have evidence of and you would be smart to make sure that that new place you go to you better upscale because sooner or later whatever it is they needed from you you might um it will be put in place the succession would be experience that um sales or revenue ramp up would have happened that network that you carry is already delivered yeah they've already started building relationships directly so they might not need you anymore yeah, you know so in the end growth will happen People will move. Circumstances will change. We will all grow old. True. Our interests will change. Mm-hmm. Um, what will be important to us might shift as we move for every decade mm-hmm. of our lifetime. So even with that, the, the fact that there should be options and those options should be respected. And the first person to respect you and your talent is you. Is you. It's you. The first person to respect you and your talent is you. I hope you are catching those rumors. Before we go on, let's Let's pay homage to those people that are paying our salary. Hi, I'm Abisola Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa. Did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. Welcome back to the Tech Point Africa podcast. Thank you for staying with us for this long and thank you Dollar Paul for all the words you've been sharing with us. I'm sure you're learning. And before we move on with this podcast, we have a few questions to go. But I want to remind you of the 
fintech summit hosted by the tech point africa team and we are hosting we are we are, we are organizing this event to bring this conversation back to the fore of whether there are too many fintech startups in nigeria what they are capable of doing we have different breakout sessions where we bring in experts from fintech different fintech companies and generally in the african or nigerian fintech space in this regard and they're going to discuss what it means to embed finance on your products what it means to um, have a career in fintech what how, how, how you can get the next million user for your fintech app and a lot of other things that will be discussed be discussed you all you just need to do is go to fintech.techpoint.africa and buy your ticket to attend it is going to hold on november 26th at four points by sheraton i hope to see you there don't worry if you see me just come and come i know you want to me i saw you on the podcast of course i'll give you audience i'm nice like that let's get back to the conversation yeah so we said the other time uh, um, whether you should live quickly or you should stay in, in a company and you mentioned the fact that everyone is right depending on some factors that you mentioned and um, how do you now want to how do you think companies can keep their talent you, know, you mentioned the other time that the bag sometimes even though some people some very very few people do not consider the bag as much as they consider the office culture uh, or workplace culture right but the bag is still a thing i mean your net pay but it is very hard it might be very hard for a nigerian company to compete with a global company with let's say a company in the us which is one that is even willing to offer them remote options Right, or tell them to come over. How do Nigerian companies or African com- companies compete with global companies for, for talent? So I think it's, you know, everybody needs to be pragmatic. Hmm. There's something about when you know who you are and what you can do, you make your peace with it while mm-hmm. you are growing. Okay. So um, I think this is one of the areas where who's in the leadership? are the founders who's in your advisory what kind of weight do they bring Hmm. and what is even your aspiration or ambition for the organization as the executives that are running it to make it profitable Mm -hmm. um the reason why i went in this direction is because um the clouds they carry the expertise they bring because isn't that why you have a board Mm -hmm. you know so they're all bringing something to the table to now those kind of things will be the elements they would all bring elements that would make you a employer of choice Mm. the same way you remember we did the little exercise of all of us listening to the podcast right now just think about it if you could have your dream job name the top two organizations Mm -hmm. and you can easily call them they're top of mind for Mm -hmm. you something has made them top of mind Mm those things that made it top of mind is what makes those organizations employers of choice mm-hmm. you'll find out that those organizations the, the queue to join them is so long mm. that the number of people leaving are so few yeah that really serious shifts maybe it's like age or something that's making people eventually have to move on mm-hmm. out of those spaces 
one thing those organizations have in common would be that they are agile. Mm-hmm. They are they are relevant to the now of work. Um, once upon a time, for you to have a a white collar job or a blue collar job, it was the the, the definition was very narrow and yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. The blue collars were like this, the white yes. were like this. Mm-hmm. But today is blurred. Mm-hmm. You find out that a person who's leading a white collar enterprise is wearing overalls and his sleeves rolled up and his hands deep in grease also, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, digital grease or tangible physical, physical grease. But yeah. the thing is, everybody is hands-on. Everybody is invested. And there's a way that um, have becoming that employer of choice for a stage that you find yourself, whether you're mm-hmm. amongst the revenue organizations because i mean we are starting right it's really tough whether your organization is free revenue whether you're already breaking even whether you're structured and you're you're becoming a you are a unicorn or plus in your band of competitors for the talents yeah in that band are you the organization of choice Hmm. if people were going to think about you will you be top two Top three. Let's be generous. So the thing is, as you're even growing, the kind of people you need. Um, I I believe a person who is very open to interning talents that um looking. Remember, we we talked about the pipeline, right? The yeah. Talent pipeline. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that pipe needs to be in a pool. Right. In that pool, you don't know what you're going to pull into your system. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you must also have something that real quick you'll be able to differentiate who from from the point of hard skills Mm -hmm. which is the core of the actual work you want them to do yeah and then the soft skills too Mm -hmm. so who's that people person who fits into your culture you'll be able to give people uh, an upskilling opportunity and it helps you to begin to identify people that can join you right so like training programs Mm -hmm. internship programs things like that but do you think companies are really ready for that so again, what is the life cycle of any company? And could we all just even admit that pre-COVID, things are tight. Hmm. Spending is less. Inflation is doing its own thing too. Nice. So every cobble cent penny needs to go much further than it used to do. Hmm. And that's why you find organizations optimizing. Maybe a role that used to, when everything was comfy and there was excess cash, mm-hmm. Maybe you had three people doing different things, and today you are suddenly realizing that uh-uh, one, one multi-competent, efficient person mm-hmm. could earn the wages of two one quarter, mm-hmm. and the three persons' tasks or jobs or deliverable will be done. Hmm. So with this optimization comes um, a restructuring of who and what, and then can you now imagine that this one optimized resource Mm-hmm. now chooses to leave hmm. the vacuum will be bigger than right. when it was just a person doing a, a single thing right. but again this is where the fact that we're global talent village is wonderful this is where it's important that you your talents can be sourced from anywhere mm-hmm. today if you're ready to deal with time zone and possible language barrier and you are open to having virtual teams might even find out that those your talents have had to leave for whatever decision the bag the environment mm-hmm. um, better options for their offspring whatever it is 
beautiful. They could actually still work with you remotely. Hmm. It's just that your 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 contractual your employee contract is slightly different. So maybe where they were full time with you physically reporting to the office while they were here. Now that they've left, they want to give you I don't know 3 hours per week hmm. for whatever deliverable you absolutely need them to do because you like how they do. Hmm. While you're still looking for who can there's there my point is there are mm. options mm. and the only way you can leverage these options is by being generous to your talent in the first place mm. so relationships 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 because you know again they say that 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 workplace that like blends and they're respectful they're innovative together everybody has a voice yes they're the personalities that are louder and you know they're the first to say something mm-hmm. but you know the leader is careful to go around the room to make sure that that quiet person, without shining a spotlight on them to okay. make them uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, that person knows that in this place I will still speak, so they are rolling their eyes. And, but, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they contribute their bit too. Mm-hmm. So we are that place where you work hard, you play hard mm-hmm. together. You have a way, I mean, there was an organization that did something really interesting and gave spouse allowance. Right. You know, yeah. You've, yeah. you've engaged the your your significant other even if you canvas for you to stay there <laughs> right right even if they want to leave this person you say so you can imagine that there are organizations that are doing little things like um before if you were going to have your child you'd be so worried and especially now that you really cannot there are trust issues almost everywhere mm-hmm. even the nannies don't want to be nannies anymore they want to be tech innovators themselves right, right. you know so having that crash knowing that you can walk down the corridor and see your baby and mm-hmm. and come back seeing so the little the little the little things those mm-hmm. little things so i mean a uh, uh, a talent whose immediate concern was something as they grow older as things evolve their requirements will, will, will shift and will change. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for them to outgrow that space. But what mm-hmm. you will never take away is the good experience of the of their nice. growth in that place, mm-hmm. of the people they've had the privilege to work with. And you know, when you need to call on place a demand mm-hmm. on those experiences, you will be surprised the that you they would refer the organization. They'll be an mm. evangelist for you. They might even groom someone to replace themselves if they absolutely have to go. They mm-hmm. might support, continue to support that person even when they're not physically there to make sure that you, the organization, you know, you still have good experiences with that person because they're still invested in that organization. It's just that circumstances, Absolutely. other things, it's just time to move. It's just time to move. If I've taken anything away from what you've said now, relationship is a good one. Like, you might not be able to compete with global companies on some levels, especially when it comes to pay, right? But for some people, what culture is important to them? They can make um, compromises because of the way because of the dynamics in that workplace and that i think that is key if i'm going to take anything out from what you said today and this is to every employer or startup founder or company owner that having a good relationship with your employees is very very key it is several situations like this that those people might even reconsider living even when you are talking about um, like better opportunities somewhere else and you've heard it from Dolapot today with her experiences with people she's telling you that you have to have a good relationship with them maybe the money is not all that matters every time treat your people yeah. well they'll mm-hmm. treat you right 
mm-hmm. when things are also in their hands. Yeah, I don't I don't burn bridges. No. Let people go when they want to go. Right. Thank you very much, Dolapo. You said a lot today, and I'm sure listeners and people watching us have learned a lot from all we've discussed. Thank you very much for joining us today. And I hope to see you guys sometime soon. This Japa series continues. We've discussed whether there's a brain drain today. We've, we, have discuss- we have also discussed uh, how companies and business owners should react or respond whenever their talent decide to travel out and coming soon we will discuss the cost of hiring new talents to fill up the circuit thank you again for, for once again for joining us bye